Before we begin this week's episode of Crucial Connections, we just want to issue a trigger warning. Talks about violence, stalking, and more. Welcome back to another episode of Crucial Connections. We have definitely missed you guys. A bunch of us has been, been able to record or even upload episodes in the past two weeks. So we are very thankful to be back. Currently, I have Caitlin and Myrna with me. Hello, everyone. Hello. We're soon too, but we wanted to kick off and get going to kind of wrap up Stalking Awareness Month, which was January, but we want to have a personal story because we feel like it's important for our listeners out there to hear from somebody who's been through this. And you can kind of tie it back to the prison, the safety planning and all that that we've given you from stopping to someone. And that someone is actually one of our co-hosts here. So like we were talking before we got on here, are we going to say it's Caitlin, our code name? But then, you know, we weren't sure if Caitlin could remember code name. Yeah, we don't get confused and call her. I mean, sorry, which name are you? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, so. <laughs> but it's okay. You know, she's okay. It's her story and we're back. So, you know, we might ask you some questions, but just to start, kind of give them a brief synopsis of what it was like and how. Okay. Um, so this happened about two, three years ago. Um, he was a friend of mine. Uh, we would do a lot of things together. We were him, go to the, you know, go out to eat, all that kind of stuff. Um, it didn't start getting weird until I told him that I didn't want to date him. Be yeah. Friends. <laughs> and yeah. it all kind of just went here. He would show up at my workplace and call my workplace, ask my coworker, like, if I was at work or did I come in today? Did I not come in today? He would text me, hey, I don't see your car at your apartment. The car's not there. Where are you? Um, he sent flowers to my apartment that I did not want. <laughs> so he went to the front desk. I, I actually just gave him to the front desk lady. And that was when he came into the apartment complex and saw that she had the flowers. And he lost it in the um, lobby. So the cops were called on that one um, to have him removed. Um, but just blowing up my phone constantly texting me, harassing me, um, like I couldn't really go anywhere yeah. without being watched. Mm -hmm. I always felt like I was being watched. Um, so definitely paranoid. Uh, definitely oh, not, not at all. Um, so definitely from my experience, uh, it was just, it was not a fun thing. And I police sooner. Yeah. And, you know, kind of on that sense too, with going to the police sooner, can you talk about any steps that you did make to the stop empty planning or whatever you might have done yeah so what i did first was i um went to the police department to see if i can get a restraining order um unfortunately if you're not hit you can't get a restraining order it's different there's like restraining yeah. versus restraining, restraining order normally is a civil issue mm -hmm. and criminal issue yeah and so that he, takes what we've talked about for, before is a bunch of documentation yeah get a two evidence possibly a lifetime for stalking um, but yes, as uh, it has to be like a six. Oh yeah, no, it has to be a long time. I mean, documentation. Document, yes. So that contact law enforcement. You know, we can help you through victims or safety plan. And uh, I'm sure it was just difficult mentally, just having to daily basis, mm -hmm. and then to find out that you document for so long. I'm sure it was very uh, yeah. difficult, frustrating. Trying to date someone at the same time too, and yeah. I'm the boyfriend or whatever. I'm like, no, you're not. And then, you know, my <laughs> current boyfriend, like, who the heck is this guy, you know? Yeah. So that was very difficult. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, but also kind of helpful to have the current boyfriend, you know, in yeah, situations true. to make you feel a little safer. I mean, yeah. we know you guys obviously don't know because you're just even see what we know. We'd yes. be afraid of her boyfriend. <laughs> so. Yeah, he's very strong. And yeah, you don't <laughs> want to cross him the wrong way. At so all. at least that lens of safety, but I feel I could assume that you probably didn't feel safe all the time. No, 
just like kind of uneasy at all times. Yeah. Like, where is he going to be? So what for him to stop? Did he just find somebody else to start stalking or? No. So actually he was a lawyer and still is to this day. Uh, knew how to play the game. He knew what to say. He knew how to get away with the things that he was doing on a legal sense. So it was a bit more difficult to figure out. But eventually after I had blocked him and I had moved out of my apartment and had not told him where I was going, Mm -hmm. uh, moved to a whole other city, um, he stopped bothering me. So it's great. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, even with these these people in positions of power, obviously uh, they could end up stalking someone. It doesn't matter who you are, gender, race um how much power you have but that's why we documentation have it you can you can have that and it's a little bit harder for them to be able to find you mm-hmm. because you are under that program absolutely I, you know i just want to something we talked about when we took a little break here is you know don't be discouraged because he was a lawyer caitlin could have just been like listen that's my life by this dude like there's no hope but there still is i mean you could retain a lawyer of your own you could you know threaten legal action you can they're out there sometimes they cost a little bit of money to get help to get it or you block you move you get a whole new phone number and you know there's there's ways with documentation that they can still get in trouble so just don't get discouraged because of who they might be in this world Um, no matter what they shouldn't be doing it like anybody like he knew he was a lawyer he knew that that was wrong Mm -hmm. absolutely yes and the crazy thing to me is and so like i hate you know, gender role going in this type of it. But when women do reject advances, mm-hmm. they, they don't like that. <laughs> they, there's certain types of people, whether the person and then the victim, that when they get rejected, they turn to violence and that's stalking. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people get killed and you look at like yeah. um, dating apps and stuff. Yes. Or about like guys uh, asking for your number and you say no and they, you know, just start calling you all these dirty mm-hmm. names and we know we're women. We kind of. Even if you're a female or a male, it can be dangerous. Somebody that is really controlling, they don't like. Yeah, it goes back to the power and control element of family violence. I've seen videos online too where you can tell that the women in the video, and in this case, it's a woman, not a man, but again, a man could be a victim of the woman in the video is just being nice to the guy, even though she's already told him no multiple Mm -hmm. times because the moment that she's not nice to him, he could attack her. And that's a lyric that a lot of people do live with. And it brings me into kind of a topic I wanted to bring up on the fly here. I did not prep them for this, by the way. So we'll, we'll hope we get through this. Valentine's Day is literally tomorrow, guys. Yes, it is. Um, so this is probably not going to be out in time for Valentine's Day, unfortunately, just because it has to get edited and all that. But I did Valentine's Day or anniversaries, other holidays where maybe this is your first date. Maybe it's a blind date. You know, maybe this is known for you have a gut feeling, but they haven't shown those sides yet. Mm-hmm. You kind of talk about what to look for and what, you know, safety planning and stuff like that. Cause like a first date, it's watching my drink and making yes. sure that I meet the person there. I'm not riding in your car if I don't know you. And I, you don't know, have a pick you up. Yeah. Don't, somewhere public. Don't go to his house. No, <laughs> his house. Don't follow him to his house either. Um, Which is so sad that we have to say this now. It's true. Um, it's changed. True. We just need to be aware. Yes. You Listen to, to your gut. aware. Yes. Mm-hmm. And True. you can also go back to one of our prior podcast personalities. You know, they want all of a sudden you, you're kind. You might've said hi a couple of times. All of a sudden they think you're in a relationship and they want to meet your parents, meet your friends, and they want to do more things. And they want to celebrate those holidays when you're not, you don't see them in the same way they see you. So there's a lot of different ways. Like you just have to, again, it's that gut feeling. 
follow and listen to your gut because most of the time that's what's going to save the emotional drain, the possibly financial drain and stress that you could encounter because of this individual stuff. Yeah, I can't stress enough, especially if you meet somebody at a bar or it's your first date. Or even if you're just out and you meet somebody for the first time, you've never met them before and you're hitting it off. Do not walk away from it. If you do take your eyes off of it, get a new one. Yes. Don't even take the chance. It doesn't matter if you're like, well, they seem nice. Like you just never be them. Anybody else down the bar that you didn't even see that put something in your drink. So if you're feeling like you're way, 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 you know, you only had to urge you to get some medical help and get out of there, call for help. And another thing is do not leave your purse or wallet on the table. Yeah. For markets in the grocery yeah, carts and it yeah, frustrates me. Because somebody could grab it and they'll get so your driver's yeah. license, they'll know your address, they can take your keys. So I don't want to take you home. Mm-hmm. So things like that, that we don't necessarily think about. The world has changed. It's not something that you can't leave your doors unlocked anymore. Can't even potential. That. I'm not saying it's going to happen. But you have to be mindful. Yeah, it's a possibility. I feel like, you know, this is something that's talked about in the first responder. We're exposed to so much bad all the time that we think about these things 24-7, yeah. especially when we're out. These things are not just like we might come off right. for you guys who are listening. But at the same time, we want to make sure that you guys are just aware that those are possibilities yeah, and that you just stay safe. We brought it up, especially for these stalking ones. If you feel like you're being followed, drive straight to the police department mm-hmm. while on the phone with 911. Please call 911 as well. Do not feel like you're bothered. But drive here. Do not drive home. You know, take different routes home to from work. We've talked about that. In spots if you can. If you're building an apartment, apartment just every day. Yeah. I think about that all the time, but I'm in a crime scene van. And so I'm like, even if I don't park my yeah, building, they're going to know who I am. And I'm like, well, maybe I should like not bring that home. But now they already know who I am. Yeah. I really have met most of my neighbors, but I'm just like, that wasn't the smartest decision I could have ever made. It's like a sore thumb sticking out in front of that building. Definitely. I do not have plans for Valentine's Day. I do not like Valentine's Day, actually. Even when I didn't do anything for Valentine's Day because I just feel like it's so like so much pressure to buy expensive things. And like if you don't get expensive things, then you just like don't feel good about commercial holiday. Right. I saw this meme that was like, What are you doing for Valentine's Day? And the person was like, Working. It's a Wednesday. <laughs> so that is me. Anything for Valentine's Day? Nope. we hope you listeners out there and say i mean if you choose to if you like the holiday that is not a knock on you right we're happy that you like it you know there's a holiday for everyone out there definitely so well yeah halloween christmas yeah the the halloween's just fun and my birthday is in october so it's just a it's always a good time of the year we do have some some new things to tell you guys about not new but new to the podcast before we let you go, it's really, really short episode. We kind of just wanted to do awareness month and, and get back on here now that we're not, you know, sick in bed. Before we wrap up, we're going to start with this crime insurance business. And this comes from insuranceranked.com. So please look up insuranceranked.com and then best business crime insurance. I'm going to give you guys a really brief overview of it. I'm not going to go into each different type of it just because I would be talking for the next 30 minutes doing that. And, you know, we, we want to make sure we resource to get to it without like completely taking up the whole thing. So business crime insurance, also known as commercial crime insurance, is a type that helps protect businesses from financial losses due to criminal activities such as theft, fraud, and embezzlement. 
This coverage is designed to help cover from the economic impact of criminal acts committed by employees, customers, or third-party individuals. The importance of business crime insurance cannot be overstated. The reality of doing business and even the most well-run organizations are susceptible to criminal activities that can result in significant financial loss. By having business crime insurance, these can better prepare for the unexpected and minimize the impact of criminal activities on their operations and finances. So there are several of crime insurance businesses, including employee dishonesty coverage, robbery and burglary coverage, computer fraud coverage, and alteration money and securities coverage, and business income coverage. And like I said, I'm not going to go into each individual one, so please look it up on insurancerank.com to see what each one of those are and which one might be best for your business. But just in conclusion, it's a crucial tool for business, businesses of all types, variety of risks, which do include fraud and theft by employees, robbery, robbery and burglary of business premises, cybercrime and alteration of documents, loss of money, insecurities, and loss of income and extra expenses. So just something we want you guys to think about and feels like is a really necessary tool, especially for the businesses in Leander to have. And we want to make sure that you guys are just protected in all aspects, whether that's your, your business commercial life. So please look into that insuranceranked.com. And then Myrna is going to tell you about an event that's coming. Yes. Texas Advocacy Project does this yearly where they ask for donations of new or like new handbags. They're starting some cyber bags and general neutral tote bags. So we're going to be signing up to assist with that and have a uh, place downstairs in our lobby for donation. This event is going to be from March. If you have the funds to do so and you want to buy some newer things like some gender neutral totes, then, you know, please feel free to do that too. And we'll have a bin here for it. And I'm sure other police departments in this area will also. Yes. So look out for that March 21st through April 21st. Mm -hmm. It's very important. These bags, totes, they go to, you know, victims who have to leave with nothing and this just helps them kind of get back on their feet. And, and it gives them information about your project that talks about, you know, any legal assistance that they can offer services they provide. So this is a really uh, noteworthy to participate in if you can. And then the last announcement we have for you, it's not a goodbye forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's still sad because we're going to be missing. We're going to lose one of our co-hosts. Doesn't mean she can't be in zoom calls, but she will not work for Leander Police Department any longer is easily accessible for our um, podcasting. Yes. So Caitlin job elsewhere and we're very excited for her yes, we are. career <laughs> and you know she's still going to be in the area. We're still going to get to see if you guys might not hear her voice very often. <laughs> so please send me email so I that you want her to be back on <laughs> the podcast at mjohnson at leander.com. Yes, we're very sad, but very, very happy at the same time. So. Thank you. I'll miss you guys. <laughs> and before we cry, we're going to say <laughs> to all of our listeners out yeah. there, very short, as we said, we just want to kind of wrap up stalking awareness with a personal story so that you guys can hear it, it happens to us too. It happens, it could happen to anyone. The suspect can be, the victim can be anybody. It does not matter backgrounds or yes. what you look like. Anything. Please, if you would like to share your story, it could be anonymous. We're not sure. We would love to be able to share your experiences so that others can learn from it. And again, it's M Johnson at LeanderTX. All right. And so until next time, thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast. So when episodes drop, please rate and review it so that it pop up as a suggestion for somebody looking for, you know, services or help.
also just share it with any friends in your life, friends or coworkers, anybody who might need it, or you think that just would be interested in it. Before we begin this week's episode of Crucial Connections, we just want to issue a trigger warning about domestic violence, stalking, and more.